but shit, dude, I feel like we just spent half hour or more talking about fast food. So you should probably talk about something that's slightly more relevant to the mission of the show. I mean, you said we hadn't talked about Tucker yet, right? I thought we had talked about Tucker last week. I don't think we did. I think we talked about, I made a uh, reference to Don Lemon because I think that like Biden kind of bashed him a little bit in his correspondence dinner. Um, yeah. I don't think we talked about Tucker. I don't think we did. Maybe we did, but um, I honestly, there's new Tucker stuff. Been, so. Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. It's just been so crazy for me. I can't even fucking remember, but um, yeah, man, I mean, so he got kicked off of, I mean, lightning round, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he got kicked off of Fox for, for, you know, you ask a thousand different people, you get a thousand different reasons. Um, and uh, I mean, that's basically it. Um, he's been bound by a contract, like a non, non-compete type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess as of like a, a day or so ago, he real he released a video. I haven't watched the full video, but I watched a little bit of it. Um, he released a video basically. What's that? What's his like cadence and energy like in the video? Is it like he was on Fox News? Um, it's like, I mean, he talks this. He always talks that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like it's like it's like shot with a completely different kind of camera. It like Mm. it's like in like side his house or something like that. It's like within. It's like inside some like library, some person's like private library or some shit like that. Like wood shit all around him and like he's i mean he just talks like tucker carlson right yeah. but um but yeah and i guess and this is wild to me his show's gonna just like be on twitter hmm. um i don't know what the fuck that even means <laughs> yeah neither do I. um but yeah so so that's interesting so i um, think twitter's been kind of trying to dip its like toes into like the media market a little bit more like i've been seeing where you can watch like sports games on twitter streams and stuff like that like they're trying to make it a little bit more like how facebook is in the sense that you can host like long form content on there in a more meaningful way i mean Um, i know that they've been i know that they've been kind of like doing stuff a lot more like um like Substack on there mm, too yeah um so i guess that kind of makes sense yeah, all I know is that I saw this article. I don't know what, what it was on. But it was talking about him. And it said that he has over 100, and, 100 million views, I think, on the tweet where he announced he's going to be having the Twitter show. And over the course of 24 hours, had like some insane numbers of views on the video and this and that and the other. Um, like that was what the entire article was about, was just how well it's performing. So I assume he's probably going to be pretty fine on twitter but it's interesting because like in the video in his three minute video one of the quotes they put in the article out of it was that he was talking about how twitter has always been a bastion for free speech and for the um and for the like spreading of american political thought and discussion which is just nuts because i mean twitter is like notoriously been censoring people i mean he's right that twitter has been like it's basically the main driver of political discourse in america now unfortunately yeah um, totally so well well and, and 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 also he's not completely wrong because it is just like if you want to actually be basically like getting the news um mm-hmm. 
like you you want to try to wrestle with that thing like twitter's basically where you're going to actually be able to do that oh definitely so like he's he's not he's not wrong he's right? going straight to the source so which is good too for him like he'll get i think more viewership he'll get in with the younger demographic i think overall right. this whole move is going to be a lot better for him well it's also just it is just funny too that like the funny thing about that to me is that it's just like his show for like years now has basically just been in Twitter. React, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just reacting to Twitter. He's just yeah. the Twitter show on television. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Now he gets to be and, a little bit more nested in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I mean, how how much of a blow to this project uh, of his? is it to to basically lose the boomers of, of tv i don't really know right but i think that it i think that's interesting because i don't i think that he is losing them obviously um but i don't think that like in ideology he is like i think that like the, as far as the project or whatever that you're talking about i don't yeah. think that he's lost them on that i think he's just not in front of them anymore I think that he will be in front of new people now that he has the ability to possibly gain and win over. Whereas previously, I see. I don't think he's going to be in front of anybody new. Well, not necessarily new, but like, I think that it's just going to be something that's not contained just to the boomers on cable network, and it'll be something that's like more. I mean, you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I I mean, do you think? How do you think this is this is going to play out for him? I don't know. I think that he's, like you said, he was already very much so dovetailed in with Twitter. Like a lot of what was coming off uh, or was going on his show were Twitter talking points directly. Um, right. And he was getting more and more into like esoteric right wing Twitter kind of talking points too that had somehow been kind of floating onto his page. Um, and I think that it will do him, I don't know if it's going to do him good, but he'll be more tied in with that now. Um, so there'll be a stronger feedback loop there, I think, personally, um, which I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know if that means like numbers wise, he'll do any better. I think that it might mean that that stuff's getting sidetracked rather than mainstreamed. Um, but also, I think it may be the new mainstream because like, are we going to consider old people watching television mainstream or are we going to consider like what's happening on Twitter the mainstream? Um, oh, because- no. Yeah, totally. Because for a long time, I feel like that's kind of been like a dividing line where people are like, oh, it's just Twitter or like, oh, Twitter's not real life or whatever. But like fundamentally, that's where the main mechanisms of what's happening within political thought and like discourse and culture generally is kind of taking place. It's the main cultural um, production like mechanism that we have right now in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think like obviously the majority of people are getting there are consuming media through the internet. So there's, there's that, right. I guess the thing, I guess the thing for me is just that it's like, it's like the American political structure is basically like about catering to the boomers that are still watching television. Mm -hmm. And so it is one of these, like when we enter into just like, that space of thinking about American politics, we always need to like make that adjustment. Like we're like going out into the vacuum of space, like a completely foreign mm-hmm. uh, in contrary to everything we understand about the world and culture, just like total, it's just boomer land. Like politics is boomer land. Uh, and like, and like think, think about like, think about like even how young people sound when they get like really invested into like the latest 
psyop of the day, they like sound like boomers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I ultimately, I think I do ultimately agree with you just because it is like, you know, the internet's the biggest platform. Like, I think he's just going to continue to blow up, right? I mean, he's fucking, he's fucking huge. The boomers can just figure out how to watch him on their phones right. now, right? Um, yeah, I mean, he's the biggest, he's the biggest, like, American television program of all time. I think this so, is part of an organic yeah, shift away from what you were talking about with politics being mainly focused towards boomers on television networks. I think it's still primarily focused towards the boomer group, but it's going to be always focused on that group generation generationally as we progress. And even as Mm -hmm. that group changes into being the what gen X uh, and then millennials or whatever, I think it's fundamentally going to always be that. But I think that like television as a medium is dying. And I think that television news is dying as a medium their light, late night talk shows don't have the legs that they used to. They don't get the numbers and the views that they used to. And I think that this is an organic part of the shift towards the center of that focus being on cable networks to being on online platforms um, more so. Yeah. I mean, I think like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a fair point um, about Tucker kind of, being kind of the a big shift that kind of um represents that i hope it goes well for him enough you know i mean i like i have my i have my quandaries with tucker carlson i'm not like this dude's the shit or anything but he also Mm -hmm. did platform some interesting uh, ideas that are a little bit more in the wheelhouse of things that i like to you know entertain ideologically Um, i mean he's the he's the only he's the only person operating in like uh legacy media that's actually like talking about politics as it actually exists and mm-hmm. not just and not just in the like the boomer online um, or not online but cable world yeah yeah i mean i mean just 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 mainstream culture like in general right like yeah like you watch you watch any of this stuff and it's and and i say this I say this describing like all everything else in right-wing media as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, it Tucker is basically just like the Twitter show. Yeah. Um, but like I everything else is just now though. Yeah. To an extent, to an extent, but, but the problem, but the thing is, the thing is, is that it's, they'll be, they'll be reacting. They'll be reacting to like the content produced on Twitter. Like, absolutely. Right. But it's never like, it's never like ide like the ideological character of those shows isn't informed right. by right. by yeah, yeah. by the Twitter discourse uh, in the way that um, in the way that uh, it is on Tucker. I mean, I guess it is in a way, but like I, I feel like I feel like libs have a really good uh, strategy with that, which is basically just being like just like the weird tranny shit and stuff like that. Like that's our version of mm-hmm. that right Definitely. like like every every four years there's just like there's just gonna be like a series of riots to basically like throw those people a bone mm-hmm. um whereas like the don't... right whereas the right like literally to keep oxygen going they like literally need to actively court those people throughout the year right uh to to to, to varying degrees obviously but yeah so that includes like having them on your show or having pedro gonzalez on or like you know putting up 
black.com slash black.com pilled tweets on your fucking show. Right, 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 right. Though, I mean, though, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Pedro, you know, I don't know. But like, uh, but like, <laughs> no, but he's yeah, an entity in that world of Twitter and it's like a direct link there. Um, he is. Well, it's funny. Dude, Pedro is like, well, whatever. It's like, I don't want to like, uh, it's not like I want to go out and just intentionally burn bridges. But that guy no, is. I, like, I don't know anything about the guy. I was just bringing him up because he's. But he seems, I know, but I'll say like, he seems like such a. He seems like a psyop from legacy media <laughs> yeah. into, into into the, the new thing. In order to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like he kind of seems he kind of seems like right wing like crystal ball. Yeah, that makes um, sense for sure. And so they planted him. Legacy media planted him into Twitter, so that then Tucker Carlson could then pull him out and put him back onto legacy media, but as if it's a fresh Twitter thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. Okay. Like, like honestly. Okay, honestly. Like, this is an important thing to point out, right? Like breaking points, okay? Like I just brought up Crystal Ball, right? Like breaking points, Crystal and Sagar, right? Mm-hmm. People like need to know that like this is – this channel – the main takeaway from this fucking channel is that like this is how fucking easy it is to just like shift gears to have millennials and Gen Z just be like as fucking brain dead as boomers are. Like, of course, of course you, you watch their videos and they're saying the bare minimum of stuff that puts them at least more facing towards reality. And like Mm -hmm. the, the actual, the actual honest characteristic of like political discourse and, and just politics in general. Um, but like they're, they're fucking, they're a psyop, Right. And it's in it's in it's it's mostly just this aesthetic tweaking, like I said, to just to just boomerify uh, young people. This just it's the same fucking thing. Um, but it's interesting, right? Because like because now uh, Tucker's going to be in that uh, in that same media sphere, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I mean that's going to be that's going to be interesting. I mean. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it makes me wonder what Fox News is like. What's Fox's move now? You know what I mean? Like, is Gutfield your fucking to fucking die? I mean, right. like their 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 ratings fuck suck dick, dude. Uh, I mean, the ratings never suck dick, but I mean comparatively, like they're they're kind of getting fucked. Which which honestly, this isn't even the kind of stuff that I the kind of points that I usually like to make because it's like again, like it's like markets aren't a medium for consent right mm-hmm. like like who, who gives a shit who gives a shit like the Mil- dylan mulvaney stuff right like i don't give a fuck about consumer Is activism oh dude i like actually don't have the heart to uh it's the bud light stuff oh it, fuck it, i know the bud light stuff okay it's it's that chi- it's how i almost said chip <laughs> holy shit. get your pronouns right boy <laughs> oh, no, i gotta lash myself um <laughs> No. Um, okay. So okay. I, sorry, I actually didn't know who that who that was. Yeah, don't even. Don't. I don't even want to fucking talk about that shit. But, yeah, I didn't uh, want to bring it yeah, up, bro. Consumer <laughs> activism. It's just like this is like this is like the language of the defeated. Definitely. I don't. I don't. I don't give a shit well, about. It's completely lib brain bullshit, right? Because like that's what the whole lib move is like an individual level is like, well, it's on you to support the things that you want to see. Like, and like you can activate change through market decisions and stuff like that. And it's like it's obvious that that is a necessary mechanism for capitalism to have um, because it's like a way that it grows itself is through making markets out of like personal choice and out of like moral quandaries and ethical issues. Um, And so like, it's, I don't know, of course it's bullshit. Um, It's just that individualizing frame that they put on everything anyways, where it's like, if you, 
if you want the uh, sea turtles to stop dying, you know, you should stop buying straws and stop using bags rather than like looking at systemic issues of why there's like infinite oil and gas and plastic going into the oceans that have nothing to do with individuals using fucking straws. Um, and so it's just like that, that game that they play all the time, which is nuts, but it does make me a little bit curious to see just like how Fox news plans to deal with the fact that they will give viewership drop. I would think because in my mind, Tucker Carlson is the only viable product that Fox news puts out or did put out. So I don't know like where they go to from here. I don't know how they plan to do anything other than just like sit around and wait to die off. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, they're not going to die off because like, cause they're still the biggest fucking television channel. Right. Um, but it's, it's going to be a, a big hit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. His slot was the, was the biggest thing. I don't, fuck fox news dude fuck all well, of yeah, them dude. like fuck the gop fuck this yeah i mean like like whatever. yeah no exactly like fuck rupert murdoch fuck fuck all these people i like i i hope i hope that this this devastates them as as, as much as it as much as it can right but um but yeah i don't know fucking fucking weird shit dude i guess rupert murdoch's a silent investor in twitter nowadays i mean i'm sure he's been since fucking day one um but yeah that's fucking hilarious to me. Um, I guess damn. what else is there? We could. Uh... Well, we got. We got. We, I was talking a little bit earlier just about the. Um, well, one thing I want to talk about because okay, two things. All right, the Dem debates, which I touched on very briefly earlier, mm-hmm. and um, and then just like uh, water, and maybe a little bit of supplements, but mostly water, because dude, because. Your boy Slav is in a little bit of a new era as far as personal health goes, as far as, uh, you know, uh, self-optimizing, we'll say, nice. if I wanted to be a pervert about it. Yeah, I was about to say, um, damn, but don't use that language around me, bro. <laughs> that's and, and, that's and crude to, language where I'm from. <laughs> today, I, today I graduated uh, finally from, from the Brita filter to some like proper – non-tap drinking water and i'm uh what filter did you get i just got a i just got a normal like brita pitcher right which listen listen you know like you know i get it right for the longest time for the longest time i was just straight up drinking tap dude yeah like just raw dogging it Mm -hmm. and and so i have to say this is a very new thing for me all right i've been a tap guy for for years and years and years and you know, got the got the Brita, right? Okay, yeah, it's it's a nice minimum. But at this point, dude, we got a. There's like some wells in the area that you can just kind of go to and just like. There's actually there's like a map of the fucking U.S. I think, uh, maps online you can find of just like springs in your area. You can just like go to these places and fucking fill up jugs um, of water totally for free and it's like the cleanest fucking water that you can get um and so i fucking invested in just like a like a bottle one of those huge water jugs i'm just trying one out but i'll go get another one soon and like a big crock that you turn it upside down into but Mm -hmm. like not like the plastic like office dispenser but i got like a ceramic one just it's like less plastic right um and it's fucking good shit, dude. I mean, I like I, I literally just did this this afternoon. 
But um, so what? You just walk up and it's like a, it's like an open water source. It's just like kind of like a lake or a small pond or a like well, as in like there's like a concrete wall around it or like yeah. So they like, so there's like a number of these places, but but one of them that I'm familiar with is is like a little ways out of Seattle. Um, that is like it's it's like this covered. You just pull off the road and it's like this gravel little inlet right with this basically like it's nice it's like a public park style structure but it's just like this one little like roofed kind of small canopy with like four pillars not canopy like fabric but like this 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 covered area with this like concrete block with a a pipe with two spigots coming out either end and like people just walk up and they're constantly going 24 seven, just like these, these, these spigots that are coming up out of this well hmm. underground. And, um, and uh, they're just constantly going and people just pull up and you just fill up your water from these spigots. And it's um, just groundwater or like spring water. It's not treated or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just coming from a spring uh, underground. Huh? Um, and nice. It's fucking awesome, dude. And uh, so, do you run and, that through an additional filter or anything, or do you just drink that straight? Do you just drink that straight? Nice, straight up. And uh, and um, yeah, it's pretty legit. Um, still trying to figure out like where exactly I want to like keep the keep the water in my in my kitchen and all that. But but that that's kind of an interesting thing. That's that's like one dude, that's thing that I just. Legit. Well, yeah, I mean that's just one thing, like. I feel like in this is to anybody listening to this, right? It's just like, and again, I was on the tap water for the longest time, right? So, you know, coming from, coming honestly here, like getting off the tap water is important. I think, um, like I just, it's like, it's like you see, you see, you're like watching television, right? You're seeing fucking, you're seeing the, the, you're watching Joe Biden fucking stamp stammer through trying to talk in public, right? You're seeing whatever the fuck Fox news is talking about anymore. Right. You see the state, right. And it's just in shambles and it's a clown car. And you're like, how does anyone even take this seriously? And you're like, do I want that clown car in charge of managing the fucking water that I'm putting into my body. Like this like just tap water coming through the fucking pipes that these fucking chuckleheads are right. in charge of taking care of. And keep in mind, like Washington has significantly better tap water than most places in the country. Oh, right? dude. The water I, that I get here in my city is like, like so bad. It's from one of the most polluted water sources in America. So it's, it's coming from a pretty bad starting point. Um, right. So, so this is probably like old news to you right um yeah i mean it's fucked pretty bad um i didn't know about these springs that you're talking about though which is cool but yeah what you're saying here like even trusting these people uh even if they're not going to be malicious about it they i mean they don't know how to run shit properly at all and there is like massive infrastructure problems across america that don't get addressed until way down the line when it's already an issue and there's like bloated bureaucracies that are in charge of these things and so they don't actually get managed correctly or there's not proper oversight over what's happening um and so yeah i mean it's definitely 
you know, you're leaving your, your life up to chance drinking the water that they're fucking producing for you. No doubt about that. I saw um, on this podcast I was watching this dude got arrested in Louisiana for pissing in the water slide, uh, supply. He was on the video. He was a worker there. And he pissed in the water supply that was Holy like post-filter uh, and post-treatment, the one water that was going out for other people. And he's on video doing it. And they caught him on video twice doing it because the first time they didn't know what he was doing. And then he got fired. And it's like, well, just how many times had he done it before that? You know what I mean? He could have pissed in the water every single day the whole time he worked there uh, until right. someone caught him. So, I mean, if that's going on at the very basic level, that's fucked up. Um, and you don't want any of that. So, I mean, that's beyond even like what they're actually putting in the water as treatment or like the fluoride or like any of the other stuff that they're putting in there. Oh, okay. I want your take on the fluoride. Okay. Cause this is actually something I've just been thinking about, which is like, I like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I've like, I've like, I've like, I've like toyed with the idea before of just like, I, you know, I was like, I was like, all right, I'll get like some toms or something. Right. I'll like, I like cut down on the fluoride just just to see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still always chugging fucking um, tap water, right. which again, like I said, like is easier is a lot easier to justify doing in Washington, right? Because again, like our, our our tap water is, I mean, you'll see, right? Mm-hmm. But like, um, uh, fuck, I, I totally just lost my train of thought. Sorry, um, they're still putting yeah, fluoride I mean, in it though. No doubt. Oh, in, in the in the in the tap water in Washington, yeah. Oh no 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 exactly. And so like and so like I mean, what's your what's your what's your what's your take on fluoride? People are people are there's a lot of people that are just like totally convinced that's the whole thing with with tap water. Um, yeah. I don't, that's not even that's not really even my main no. reason for doing this. To, to, so there's to just be all totally microplastics and metals and stuff like that in the water that are more harmful, I think, than the fluoride is one hundred percent at least at that. aggregate level but i think that the fluoride is not right either i mean dude i think that if you're gonna use fluoride at the dentist or on your toothpaste or whatever go for it but like i don't think it's meant to be consumed for just like into your gut um i mean they don't even let you dr- eat or drink anything after you go to the dentist for 30 minutes because they put fluoride on your teeth so like i don't know it can't be good to drink and, but that being said, like, I don't think that that's like the biggest concern. And I think that fixating on, fixating on it has become like a meme in a way. Um, and I think that that's harmful in general for the whole like anti-tap water movement. Um, what I will say is that like, I think it's great to get off the tap water. I think that like, ideally, if you can, you should. But I think that for a lot of people, it's really restrictive to do that. Um, I think that there's thousands and thousands of people who drink tap water i think that i think that ideally we would fix the water problem rather than everyone just getting off tap water but like that's with everything right that's where we end up talking about building uh parallel systems and stuff like that so i don't know i think that it would be better if we lived in a world where we could have water treatment facilities that don't use fluoride and that can account for microplastics and that we can stop littering microplastics into everything um, and spraying, you know, pesticides on everything that then end up draining into our water supply. Uh, ideally, we would stop that, and then we could just provide good tap water for everyone, and you wouldn't have to get off the tap. Well, this water. is this is, yeah, this is the same kind of thing as fucking as um, uh, McDonald's and in the fast food conversation, right? Is it's just like the plebs just get slop, right? 
right and like that's 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 a problem right like we get this the plebs get the gruel mm-hmm. um and and you and we and we don't like that because because the gruel's bad um yeah i think that like even brita filters and stuff like that they don't even actually filter out like a bunch of solids like i think stuff like the zero filter the only ones that are zero water things like that they filter out a higher number of suspended solids but like brita's and stuff like that don't do that as much um so like even using a brita filter is not really doing what you need it to do all the way it's better than tap water but it's not doing what you really need it to do um, yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. like i think the brita filter the brita filter is basically like the minimum mm-hmm. um but but even that it's just it's that's not that's not a real solution I would probably, I think that like a good solution would be taking that spring water and then running that through like a zero filter. Because even in a natural spring and spring water, you're still going to have like residual stuff that's like just because we fucked up the planet so bad in an like actual realistic way, in a tangible way, not in like a carbon's going up way, but in like every time it rains, there's a non-negligible amount of Roundup within that water. Like every time you go and take a soil sample of soil anywhere in the world, even places that are organic farms and always have been, you will find Roundup and other pesticides in that ground and soil because it disperses itself into the air. And so like when you have those types of issues that are basically permeating all aspects of like life on earth, water, air, soil, all of that, even getting spring water is not going to be particularly all the way safe. Like everything's pretty much fucked right now. Like <laughs> everything's been kind of tainted by modernity in a certain way. So I think that maybe if you could find a spring, you can get a zero filter. You can run your spring water through your zero filter. That's probably as good as you're going to be able to get. Um, so I would maybe recommend doing that. I don't know where the local spring is to me. And I would be hesitant to drink any groundwater within about a hundred miles of me based on how fucked and industrial the area I live in is. Um, so that's my only concern there. Um, fair, fair. But- the, these, these, uh, these, uh, these springs do get tested. Okay. Um, I was, I was looking it up today and apparently I was even looking it up. Uh, one of these springs around here is like award winning or something, which is hilarious to me that just the concept of that is really funny. But um, I'm going to look them up when I get off of here to see if I can find which ones are around me, do a little research on them. Because, I mean, if they're if they're coming from a source that's sequestered away and it's like, I don't know, they've tested and they're made sure there's not any type of industrial chemicals and byproducts in there, then I would be a lot more comfortable. But just like the whole area I'm in, like there's high, there's like five or six times higher cancer rates in the area I live in um, than other places which, in the world. Um, a couple counties like across the way from me have like, levels that are 15 to 20 times higher than the cancer rates in other places because of the industrial byproducts that are in the air and in the water and in the soil. So it's like, I don't know, at a certain point when you're in a situation, like if you're living in certain situations and places, you can take yourself off the tap water. You can take yourself off to everything. But like at the end of the day, like, I don't know what all is that going to do? What is that going to do for you when like the air and like the fucking, electromagnetic circuit that you live in is just completely scrambled up and you have like harmful shit in the air. You have harmful shit in the ground that you're around. Like, it's just, I don't know. It just seems like a certain day. Like it's just a bunch of duct tape and it's just like, is this even going to do anything? Am I going to spend my whole life trying to figure out ways to like put myself off of all these harmful things where at the end of the day I'm going to be getting like fucking 
skin cancer from some type of shit in the air. Oh or like yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna solve it all, right? But but I mean, you gotta honestly. Well, this is a, this is a thing, right? This is a this is an approach that I've really been getting inspired by quite a bit lately, which is just like just a little bit. This is yeah. something I talked to my buddy about, right? Just like. Just a little bit here, just a little bit there, a little little one percent here, one percent there, kind of thing, and like, dude, you stretch that out over your lifetime, like, you'll be. I mean, you're at least going to be better off than most people. And think about it, like, most people are completely fucked. Yeah, no like, doubt. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, most people, most people, you know, don't have the wisdom and the good luck to be listening to a couple alpha male <laughs> podcasters that are telling them the right way to be. You know, right. so. I get it, right? Um, yeah, man. I, I, I think uh, the, it's just the it's just the kind of thing. It's just the kind of thing. I mean, yeah, a, a lot of people like I've like spent time in like L.A. right, and like there's a lot of there's a lot of places where people don't even really have the option of being like, oh, like should I like should I stop drinking the fucking tap water? Like, no, right. you literally you have to fucking quit drinking the tap water. Like, I, I get that, um, but. But yeah, in some in some places where it's a little less a uh, little less obvious, uh, I think it's an important thing to, to 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 realize. And I feel like it's just it's just another thing of just kind of getting that shit just a little more locked in. Like definitely, like the, the the meal prep we were talking about a little bit earlier, right? Is this just like, I mean, you can work a shitty job that doesn't pay you a whole lot, and like pay for some overpriced shitty apartment, and just and just spend all your money on like. Uh, you know, fast, yeah, Uber Eats and fast food and shit. You like can do that. That's gonna be all of your fucking money, right, all the time. Um, and like old poor, you're talking about making food prep items. You're talking about going and getting free water instead of bottled water. You're talking about making the proper decisions with the hands that you're dealt. Straight, straight up, straight up. Um, and that shit, that shit rocks. Mm -hmm. And so I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, it's just uh, just, it gets a little disheartening, is all I'm saying, because it's like. It feels like your entire life ends up becoming just ways to position yourself against like all of these horrible things that are constantly pouring in your direction nonstop. And you're like, I don't know. It just feels like at a certain point, you feel like Atlas holding up the whole fucking world. <laughs> you're just like, what is this even helping with? Um, but I mean, I know it's for sure. It's, it's necessary to take small steps to set yourself up in a better way. And it's like, there are things that you can do um, and you should do. It helps kind of give yourself a little bit of control over your circumstances for sure. Totally. Well, and it's, it's also, dude, it's also just like uh, the kind of thing too, where you just like, you become so disillusioned by the system and by uh, the people in charge of, of running it that it's just like, dude, like there is, there is no fucking way that I like, that I trust that I trust any of these motherfuckers with my water. I mean, I, I guess I kind of already said that, right? No, but, that's right. Um, no, exactly. It, it's like, dude, fucking, that is a, it's a pretty baseline fucking sacred thing right there. Like, I, <laughs> you, you need clean fucking water to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, figuring that out. Dude, is, what do you think about motherfuckers like thing. Nestle there, like, and people that are privatizing water? Um, and what do you think about that just being like allowed? That shit's evil, dude. That shit's fucking evil as right. hell. I, I mean, and, and like, I get it. Right. I mean, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of places in the country. Like I dude, like I said, man, like spending time in LA, like dude, if you ever in Southern California, like go into the store and check out the, um, 
the fucking water aisle. Um, it's just like constantly just like picked clean, dude. It's like, uh, hmm. it's like, um, it's like the fucking, uh, the, the toilet paper shit in the beginning of COVID. Right. Um, it's, 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 it's wild. It's wild. Um, hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, Sorry, I'm like kind of stoned. I just sort of oh, lost my good, thought a little bit, but it's fucking, it's fucking evil. I mean, it's it's a basic it's a basic fucking human human need. Uh, but at the same time, I get like there's a lot of places where you fucking of course you're gonna fucking drink that shit because right. you have to. Yeah. Um, and I got and that's really the, that's the real tragedy of it, right? Um, is that people are just totally I mean, like what we were talking about, right? Medium uh, 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 markets and, and consent and, and just that whole fucking liberal spook. Right. It's um, just like they're kind of creating the need for you to have to buy the product, but then they're going to act like you buying the product as consent to keep the product going. Yeah, it's 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 tragic. It's like, tragic. We're going to give you shitty, shitty tap water that's going to give you cancer and probably kill you and lessen your cognitive abilities. And you're like, oh, I'd rather not have that. You're like, okay, well, what I can do for you is Nestle bottled water. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, now, now you can pay a fucking shitload of money for it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, I, I remember someone telling me that they um, they were traveling right after the Palestine, East Palestine thing um, with like the train and the derailing and the poisonous yeah. stuff all in the water and in the air. And they were like, I'm not going to drink any tap water because I'm near this, um, I'm near the spot where this happened. So they went out and they got a bottle of water from the store. And they found out that the bottle of water they had bought was produced in the same area. Um, even though they were like, I'm going to try to avoid the tap water. <laughs> they ended up buying water that was produced in the same area. So it's just like slightly, it's just like slightly more filtered. Right. Uh, of the same exact water. And they were just like, oh man, what the hell? And that's basically kind of like what it's like drinking bottled water instead of tap water in general, because you're just kind of getting this like more expensive and more fucked thing nine times out of 10, especially if it's coming from fucking like Dasani or fucking Nestle or whatever the fuck, dude. Dasani water tastes like armpit sweat, dude. I don't know what it is. That shit tastes like it, it tastes like. I don't know. That shit's that shit's weird. It it, it, it tastes like plastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, like and that's and that's plastic. that's like one of the big problems with the bottled waters in the Dude, first place. Of it's just like it's, you're drinking a lot. You're getting a lot of plastic in that. Um, you're taking so much plastic in. Which which honestly was kind of one of the main things that I was kind of like worried about getting this stuff is like I was going to ask you, you that. Know, well, so I got one of the big I got one of the big plastic jugs, but mm-hmm. it's like the BPA free thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is, I mean, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just it's just the big blue water cooler jugs. That, yeah, it's the water cooler jug, right? Uh-huh. Pretty standard. Um, and and like I said, it's it's they say BPA free, but to be honest, I don't really put a lot of stake in that shit anymore. No, that's like the one thing that they were able to win a case, like some sort of class action lawsuit against, and to like prove that BPA is actually bad for you. Meanwhile, there's like a thousand other things in there that are just as bad that they haven't actually had precedent for. Right, and so and so it's not it's not ideal, right? I think it would be I think it would be great to get something like aluminum, or I saw glass uh, glass jugs like this that would be tricky <laughs> though on transport dude like well exactly glass jug. It, the glass jug's tough and the only ones i saw these fucking absolute they're big five gallon ones 
and these fucking people don't put handles on them. And it's oh like, what are you, yeah, what is wrong with you? Hey, this so, is going to get wet. I'm going to be holding a wet, slippery glass, like anvil in my hands, basically. I'm gonna, that's how you break a foot, dude. Yeah. Um, and, and you, and you fucking get just huge blades all over your fucking kitchen. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's to the point of your, of what you're saying, right? Like it's, there's so much to fucking worry about with this shit, right? It can just feel like a, like, like slapping p- uh, tape on the side of a sinking ship or something. Right. But like some but flex tape. Yeah. But, yeah deflect seal. Holy shit. A screen door in the middle flex seal. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, like at the same time, it's, um, it helps dude. It helps you feel like you have a semblance of control over your circumstances, which is, well, like, that's the thing I was, I was like, I was agonizing over, uh, over this stuff. Um, you know, before I, before I went and I just committed to getting the bottle, yeah. but it's kind of just the, like letting the enemy or the letting the perfect be the enemy of the good yeah, type of thing where it's like, For dude, sure. like regardless of, of how this is, it's going to be better than fucking tap water. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's hilarious that I'm even considering that. The, and the big thing is, I think the big thing, the fucking, the, the plastic bottles that you're getting from bottled water it's just it's so rinky dink and like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's total in my mind that shit is different i mean it's way um, different and it sits in like hot conditions and transport and stuff like that and so it gives it time to leach in and your water yep. is in those containers for longer so like if you're going and filling up your water cooler you're running through that in probably a week or two weeks whatever amount of time but the bottles of water exactly. that you're getting have been sitting there on the shelf in that bottle of plastic for x amount of time longer than that and they've been having time to really seep in and leach into that water exactly yeah i try to avoid that i drink out of a metal water bottle um same or glass if i can and i try to just drink filtered water if i can um yeah it's i don't know i try to do what i can about it but it's like when i'm on the road and stuff i can't always find a filtered good filtered water source so it's like i have to buy water if i have to um i don't know it's just it just seems like sometimes, like you're saying, a little bit six dozen or six in one hand, half dozen in the other. But like you do need to just make decisions of what makes you feel better. If you think that it's a something that's going to be like a better option than tap water, which is you're probably right, then go for it. And then if it helps you feel like you're, you know, have a little more control over things, that's an added bonus over it too. Um, so I think that like I think what you need to do in in modernity is try to like control what you can around you. As far as like adding stability, I love I love the discourse. We're just going, you know, I think the the thing you got to do in modernity is I just, I, don't, I don't know why, but I just love that as a as a catchphrase right there. Just like just like just just like just like uh, just sum summing up just like all of online discourse that's ever happened. The thing that you got to do in modernity is this, guys. Uh, I fucking love it. But I mean, that's basically what it is. You got to just kind of give yourself some level of control around the things around you that matter in order to try to add some sort of stability and buffering in between like them and the other things that are coming in to try to corrupt them or put poison into your water or whatever it is. Um, And you got to try to just do that wherever you can, because like there's a lot of things in life that are kind of getting to run through the the meat grinder of modernity and there's not, you can't save everything. You can't save everyone. And so you got to try to do what you can to, you know, put up those roadblocks where you can in order to give yourself a little, a little bit of space and a little bit of peace and look out for you and yours, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Well, and just basic, just taking fucking care of yourself, you know? I've like, I've been, this is, this is another fucking funny thing, but I've been fucking, I've been, I've been sunning my balls lately. You mentioned that. I I had some questions on the logistics of how that happens, where you go to do it. Are you using a machine? Well, so, and that's, you want to talk about modernity. Like, it's hard to find a fucking place to sit in direct sunlight totally naked these days. No doubt, bro. Yeah. That's, no, but I mean, actually think about that. Like, that's that's that sucks dude yeah um okay so we got a balcony at my place okay and you just can't really see up to it (laughs) and so what i'm actually doing is um i'm on my laptop working straight up dude i got a little i got a little cafe table and chair set on this upstairs balcony and you know, my bare ass, the, the, the metal chair gets a little, gets a little severe. So I, I put a towel <laughs> down, yeah. but, um, but I'm just sitting there and it's straight up like hot direct sunlight. And I'm just sitting there totally naked, just doing my, doing my work naked as the day I was born. Yeah, and I nice. gotta tell you, first of all, first of all, like tanning up pretty, pretty quickly. It's nice. <laughs> it's um, like, well, I've never also, had experience. I've never had the access to sunlight like this before. <laughs> no, dude, no straight up though, dude. Like the full, like, cause okay, here's the thing. I think that tanning booths are degenerate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I won't go in there, dude. I will not cook my nuts in one of those things, dude. I don't care how much sunlight's good for your balls. There's no way tanning booths are. I, I, it, it just, it just, it's like the, it's, it's like the pocket pussy of sunlight. You know, microwaves, it's just, bro. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, no. I mean, no thanks. Is <laughs> the official slob. That's all. In so many words, it's like I'm good. I'm good. I have. I. It's the fucking. It's the fucking. I have to pay to get into a fucking booth that's gonna fucking fry my dick and balls and brain. Yeah. Uh, when like when just like it's free outside. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's like fucking, it's like spring water. It's like well water, right? Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, you don't need to poison me. I'll just literally go get it free. Yeah. We got sunlight um, at home. Yeah. We got, we got sunlight at home. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, I've just, I've been really liking it. It's kind of a meme online to like sun I mean, your balls. No doubt and, about I've, that. and I've been, and I've, yeah, I've been seriously doing it and, um, it's good. I mean, logistics wise, like, I don't know. I'm not doing it every day because it also just hasn't been sunny every day. But I mean, like when I'm doing it, like maybe a, cu- a couple times a week, really, I'm like sitting out there for probably like, you know, at least at least 30 minutes, um, maybe an hour just in the in the sunlight. And like, it's fucking good, dude. And and the big thing, too, is it's just like it is is the is the is the balls part of this equation, the important part. I don't really know, you know, <laughs> but just like, but like sunlight is medicine right. straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and getting a lot of it, man. Like I, I got quite a bit of sun today and, nice, uh, that's the and shit, man. I get sunlight just, every day. It's fucked. I mean, not fucked. It's, it's good. It's fucking good. Dude, it's fucked, dude. You're going to fucking die. Well, I am. It is, it's a little bit, I got to wear a lot of sunscreen now because like sure. I get, a lot of exposure to it and it's nice at first but it does the sun is a fickle beast like you know well, you know what else you got to do though you know what else you got to do though you got to just get yourself a big old sun hat because oh, like I rock cause one that's of those. The, 
Okay, hell yeah, because that's the that's the that's the Lindy sunscreen. Yeah, you know? I do that. like su- sunscreen is like sunscreen is like is like hormonal birth control. Yeah, for 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 your skin, you're just like I don't know about this. You yeah, know? I know a bunch of so there's different types of sunscreen. Um, I <laughs> I guess I know a little bit more about this than I than I kind of thought, but sun there's sunscreen that's like physical sunscreen, which is like it goes on top of your skin and it just is like zinc or something like that's like the really white shit um and it's like it just blocks sunlight from getting to your skin um so nothing's actually going into your skin and then there's chemical sunscreen which is like most of like banana boat or like copper tone or like whatever that other bullshit is you'd find it like what a horrible fucking name banana boat (laughs) right why would you name your company that you son of a bitch i don't know they think it's whimsical or something um but all that stuff is chemical sunscreen. So it's got like weird chemicals in there that are designed to go into your, like seep into your skin and then like do something to make it so the sunlight doesn't actually harm yeah, like it. Like makes you, it like makes you gay. But yeah. It does, it's basically what's turning the frogs gay, but you're lathering all over yourself. Um, yep. Making yourself a gay frog. And that shit can't be good for you. And I, I avoid that, but I will use like a zinc sunscreen um interesting which is kind of just like essentially like a, a paint that you didn't wipe off um so it's not okay. like something that's absorbed into your dermal layers um so it's I, I feel a little bit better about it but what i do is i try to avoid using that as much as i can so like i usually will wear a long sleeve shirt and then a, a hat and then long sleeve pants um and that kind of that that usually covers it i don't have to really put sunscreen on but then like, in the hot of the summer dude long sleeve shirts fucked outside so I usually will either roll them up or put on a short sleeve. And in that case, I use a little sunscreen. But that's not to say that sunscreen or that sun is not good for you. Sun's really good for you. I think a lot of people don't get nearly enough sunlight. People across the board have vitamin D deficiencies. uh, And a lot of that could be solved by getting more sunlight. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing, too, right? Uh, People got to be people got to be you got to just take some vitamin D. You got to just straight up take, be taking some vitamin D because like, as far as like supplements go, vitamin D is really, really fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. And like, it's really easy to just adequately get enough. If you just pop one vitamin a day, but you got you to take it with K2 though. Really? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what makes uh, it bioavailable to you. Like when you consume it through like the, through your digestive tract. So are you talking K2? I mean, are you talking just taking it with food? Are you saying uh, there's something D3 with K2 is a supplement that you can get. And K2 okay, is like, okay. it's like a, I don't know what K2 is. I guess potassium something. Cause I, I think K2, uh, I think potassium. K2 is the name of a mountain. Well, he, it's also the name of some fake weed that you can smoke, the like incense kind of stuff that makes you trip nuts and basically Dude, go to we, hell, need to, we should have like a whole episode about that. Like those like old, like weed substitute yeah. uh, homemade things. Cause that shit, that was like a dark era. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, nothing ever ends anymore. So I'm sure like that shit's still around. It's in out some there. Weird way. I do but, like that. That stuff was scary. Yeah. That shit's terrible, man. It's real bad. K2 was a big version of it, like a big brand name of it. Um, yeah, people were smoking that and salvia a lot at the time. Like that was something that was going around. People were like, "Let's smoke salvia and fake weed that we got at the gas station down the street that's run by a Pakistani family." And you're like, "I don't know if I'd smoke anything from over there." Um, but yeah, I that was a weird time frame. I think that was a pretty dark time frame. I think that that fake weed stuff is like literally the devil's work. 
Um, I think regular weed is good and a gift of God, but I think that like lab made fake weed is like literally just satanic. It's um, super gay. It sucks. And I think that it took people to a lot of dark mental places too. And I think that it was kind of like indicative of just like a dude salvia too. Like salvia yeah. sucks, dude. I fucking hate salvia. It's a very pretty uh, flower. Very, very pretty flower. Works really great in the landscape and ornamental setting. But as far as smoking it, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's like huffing dust off, dude. That yeah. shit sucks. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, I would plant a lot of salvia at the park that I worked at and then uh, just doing landscaping stuff. And the first time I ever encountered it, I was like, what the hell? We, we got salvia out here? <laughs> um, but then I realized it's actually a very common plant. Um, and well, I don't like it. I'm anti-salvia. I'm anti the plant. I'm anti... I think we should. I think we should make salvia extinct as like as a as get a rid of it. Yeah, yeah. I think we should just torch it. I like. I don't care about any animals that feed on it. Um, they can die too. I Damn. just. I hate salvia straight up. If you uh, if you are going to keep taking D three or vitamin D, get some K two. I know that that oh, was I th- kind of I a think hard I... transition there, but <laughs> oh no no no, it's good. I feel like I feel like I've got to. I feel like I, I, I feel like I probably have good shit. You know what I mean? Like I think, I think I probably have that. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Because like, because I've been, because the woman takes care of the the vitamin D. Mm, okay. Um, and so I think I think she she probably would have been on that shit already. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, fucking vitamin D's vitamin D's absolutely critical. Um. Yeah, honestly, I've been kind of. I actually recent of this as of this week stepped up my supplement game in a big way. Um, what this, else you got this, instead of the vitamin D? Um, so I'm taking. So I recently started taking zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, zinc good for uh good for healthy testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. I take zinc. Uh, uh, I'm taking I'm taking some magnesium and theanine Fuck at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I take magnesium um, at night. Yeah, that calm shit is is gas. Magnacalm? Um, uh, not Magnacalm, but it's just called calm. It's the shit I Okay, got. fuck yeah. I took something for... I One thing that I took for a long period of time was called Magnacalm. And it's I imagine it's basically the exact same thing, but it's just magnesium citrate. You yeah, and you just it. mix it up with shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, taking a little... I think it's L alginine or, or whatever which is which is uh again just good for like uh libido i i'm gonna i'm looking to cop some ashwagandha some like good ashwagandha, yeah, I here ashwagandha big time i know that it's it can be hit or miss i was talking to sai about it and he's like it can definitely be hit or miss but you know one thing that pisses me off the fucking reishi that i bought mm-hmm. um from their guy the the USPS just like fumbled the bag and just like never got it to me. Um, oh, and so I've been dealing I've been dealing with my local post office with that shit lately, mm. which is a pain in the ass. But I'm excited to get the reishi in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been taking some St. John's wort, which again, yeah. I think St. John's wort along with vitamin D is kind of just one of those like especially if you're in kind of like a, a darker climate, you know, you're a little further north, like it's a it's a good idea to just have that on the rotation um yeah st john's wort's good generally for like uplifting mood and stuff like that energy a little bit too 100 100 good for with depression 
and then uh and then obviously you got your like omega threes you know I'm yeah. t- you, you, i feel like you just I, I think you just just always be taking fish oil yeah fish oil's just no doubt about that goated i've got a lot um, of and, and then, issues and it helps me significantly i can tell when i don't take it versus i can shit, tell when i do shit's critical mm-hmm. and um and you know like i think um I take I take just like the Kirkland multivitamin on top of that, um, which is like which is fine, you know. I get like you know, multivitamins aren't 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 perfect or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, that's basically what I'm what I'm rocking these days, and just trying to improve my sleep, on, like generally. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is probably the most boring fucking thing to talk about. No, but, dude, I think uh, that a lot of people need. I think that a lot of people are all across the board looking for ways to help, you know, get healthier. People realize that something's missing in their lives and something's like why they're kind of feeling shitty or not feeling exactly like they should be. And I think it's a combination of a lot of stuff, but I think a big portion of that is not getting the proper nutrients in, not getting exposure to the right natural things. Um, sure. And I think that, like, I think that if you're living a proper life with a really well-balanced diet that's coming from organic farms that are giving you full nutrients in them and you're getting out in the sunlight and exercising enough and you're doing, you're getting a really good balance, um, I think you can probably go without vitamins. But I think that like most, almost all people don't really actually get that. I'm not even sure that you really can anymore uh, in a meaningful way. So we're like, it's nice to have vitamins and supplements to supplement that, um, you know, hence the name, but to be able to give you that little extra something that like, you know, if you're an inside, you work a lot of jobs, you live in the city, you might not have access to getting enough sunlight that you really need all the time. So like taking a vitamin D supplement can really help with that. Um, yeah, I think that those things are all important. I do pro- probiotics and stuff too. I think that's good. Um, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've been keeping the kefir close at hand. Oh, actually. dude, kefir's fire. Uh, yeah, dude, fuck so, yeah. So, so, so kefir's fire. I've been, I've been keeping a little kefir on hand at all times, and I've, and I've basically entirely stopped. Um, I've entirely stopped drinking Lacroix. Um, oh yeah. Like, uh, uh, soda water like that mm-hmm. is just is like actively bad. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm just I'm just doing the I'm just doing the water and the and the kefir at this point, which nice. kind of you know it sucks because like years ago when I was like quitting smoke or quitting I almost like quitting smoking drinking. Um, <laughs> quitting. They go together though, for real. To be honest, quit, oh, like smoking good, cigarettes dude. and drinking liquor or drinking beer go together so good, bro um you better believe it brother <laughs> sorry i didn't mean but, to, i didn't mean to bring that up or anything <laughs> no you're good you're good um i totally lost my train of thought though but um you're talking about kefir yeah. and water you're not drinking yeah yeah, yeah i've been i've been i've been staying on the kefir for the probiotics and and that shit that shit rocks dude and again dude that's another that's another just like as far as as far as i'm concerned like with with how my Pat, like experience in life has been and all that just like taking and, and just in just the the super stimulus that you're constantly um surrounded by in in contemporary culture that just wants to fuck you in the head yeah um you really you really just gotta like um you really just gotta like do these a bunch of these little small steps yeah to just to just 
limit the chaos going on in your head. Right. right. Um, and, and, and the gut is another, is another source of that. The gut's the key to the, to the heart and to the brain. Totally. And, and, and it's like, and you know, it's like, look, like, is it going to make everything okay? No, you know, you're still going to be in a very deeply alienating, uh, uh, society. You're still, shit's still pretty fucked up, right? You can't, you can't completely detach from everything. Um, but, um, you know, just, just, just taking these extra little steps, you know, it can at least, it can at least set you up to navigate this stuff a little bit Mm -hmm. better. Do you fuck with turmeric at all? You know, I used to, I actually used to, at a coffee shop I worked at, I used to like daily have a turmeric latte. Hmm. That's um, good for you. Where I would like, I would straight up put it in, it was like what? It was like turmeric, a little cinnamon, and just like a tiny bit of black pepper to mm, activate it or all something. All those are good for you. Like that's another thing. Spices are there. There are a lot of really good, healthy for you spices um, mm-hmm. that other cultures in, incorporate into their food on a more day-to-day basis that we don't. And I feel like cinnamon is one of them. Cinnamon's really good for you. Black pepper is good for you and for your sinuses. The funny thing is with cinnamon is that the only way that we really use it over here is like mixing it with sugar. You're right. Yep. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Which that's it, dude. That's another thing. Sugar. Limiting the sugar Fuck. is real important, dude. That's one thing that I've been trying to be a lot more conscious of in my life. Because, like, I don't know, I've been going through some, like, trying to do some purgation in my life a little bit of like going through and trying sure. to see like what are things that stand in the way of me and actually like a more earnest, you know, attempt of living in the more in contact with just like capital R reality. Um, yeah and yeah what are I, that's some, very well said to be honest like what are some kind of things that stand in the way of that a little bit or kind of like crutches i used to l- rely on or you know things that are just not really conducive to that lifestyle and i realized that like yeah. I, don't know, I think i have a pretty decent handle on a lot of my you know just how i act and stuff like that um but you know one thing i realized that i do have an issue with was gluttony to an extent just because of like I like to eat and I like, I like sweets and like, it doesn't affect me physically. I have a high metabolism. I'm very fit. I work outside and stuff. So it's not like it's making me fat or anything, but like there is a certain dependency or like desire that is not always conscious for me to like want something sweet or like, you know, want, like if I haven't had like anything sweet all day, by the end of the day, I'm like, I want to treat after dinner or whatever. Um, and like, there's nothing wrong with that particularly, but when I realized that like, this is a desire that's coming from somewhere, that's not always a conscious desire that I'm choosing. It's like, wait a minute, where is that coming from? What does that do for me? And what is the good that comes out of it? Um, and so I've been trying to kind of limit those things. And so I've been thinking a lot more about my intake with sugar and how casual it is within our society. Just the amount of sugar that we take in constantly is insane. Um, it's in everything, even shit that you wouldn't think is sugary. I mean, even in fucking bread, white bread is like primarily sugar, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's really crazy how difficult and how interwoven it is into our society and how difficult it is to escape, um, in like going a day or two without like being conscious about trying to not have any added sugar at all. That's one of the craziest I've felt as far as like, not withdrawal symptoms, but just kind of like. I want something sweet, um, which is, which is on, un, it's unsettling. Totally. Totally. I honestly, in the way you're talking about this just reminded me of the, one of the, 
the biggest things I wanted to talk about, which is this is all about having an awareness of your experience, right? Right. Just a better sensitivity to what's going on inside you, the quality of your experience, just fucking stand up straight, correct your posture type shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've been doing lately that I think is kind of a bedrock of all this shit I'm talking about here is just like, dude, getting back into the process, uh, getting back into the the practice of meditating every day. Yeah is so important dude Mm -hmm. um it's uh yeah i mean i don't even i don't even really know how to like carry out a conversation about about meditation i mean there is plenty to talk about i i for the most part just do mindfulness meditation just seriously really basic just like I lately I've just been, I lay flat on the floor Mm -hmm. and I just, and I just kind of do the emptying my head out and then just kind of basically being as in touch with just my actual reality of just sitting here being here as as I can. I've always wanted to try transcendental. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, the thing is the funny thing with TM is that like you like literally need to like pay money to like have people help you. Yeah. Exactly. And like to get like a, a mantra and shit mm-hmm. like that. And like, and it's always just, I've always just done the, like, I'm going to sit for five to 10 minutes uh, and, and just clear my head. I think you could right. pair that really well with, because this is what I do. Um, I pair that practice that you're talking about there, mindfulness meditation kind of practice, um, mm-hmm. more so like an active thinking in a way um, where you're kind of noticing the thoughts that are coming across you and, and you're like, you know, choosing to not engage with them and then you're kind of knowing hyper awareness more so is kind of what i would say like a cultivated awareness Um, yeah i would i pair that with also like longer practices of like centering prayer or contemplative prayer um which is kind of more so in the line of transcendental meditation where you know you usually have a mantra or a holy word or something like that that i'll return to um and it's not like it's not like an Indian style of meditation where you repeat a mantra over and over and over and over and over and over again, but more so of like you use that mantra as a base to return to. So like when you start to notice yourself drifting out of a state that's more of a contemplative centered state, you use that mantra to bring you back to the center. So when you start to be, you know, have a thought that comes by that intrigues you, you say your mantra or whatever. So one thing that I've been able to find that the Eastern Orthodox Church does uh, is the Jesus prayer. Mm. And so like, and there's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other ones that they use as well. There's other mantras and like just using the name of Jesus and stuff like that is also helpful or just choosing like a word like unity um, or, you know, peace or connection or whatever like that to re- use to return to. Um, I think it's nice because it takes you out of that state of hyper awareness and into a deeper state of like, that is more, transcendental in nature um because it's not about hyper awareness it's about an opening of oneself um and kind of like flowing which is i mean i I don't know it's not something that's easy to paint into words or anything but i think that those two practices are complementary and i think that's something that i would suggest looking into um i think mantra meditation is also super helpful um, cause I think that I, I'm personally someone who believes in the power of sound and like vibrational energy and vibrational medicine, I think is something that's very big. Um, Interesting. That's something I'd be interested in because I have like, I have like tinnitus, mm-hmm. 
Dude, um, yeah, and that's one of the main things and within mainstream science where vibrational energy has actually been like under mainstream scientists in like the West have actually recognized the ability of it to actually off put and solve tendonitis. Um, because what they do is they'll put it not, no, no, not tendonitis, but tinnitus. Ten, like, that's like what the, I meant. Sorry. Tinnitus, the, the ringing in the ear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I said tinnitus instead of <laughs> yeah, tendonitis, like fucking my wrists hurting. No, shit. no, I said, I, I, well, yeah, not tendon, but tenon. Cause I, I, the word spelled with two N's and for some reason my brain thought there was an I in between them. Um, right. But yeah, tinnitus, uh, they, they use a device that like puts a little pitch in the other ear that cancels out the ringing. Um, and it can eventually train you to naturally cancel that ringing out. Uh, it's kind of like active noise cancellation in headphones. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that. I mean, I've like I've had it for years, so it's already kind of just one of these like I, I it's 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 you overlook it. It's yeah. It's it's basically just like kind of like um the way I think about it is like uh, um like feeling your clothes while you're wearing them. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just every it's now like, and again, when you're in the right moment, you're like, wait, I have clothes on. But then, then as soon as you do something else, you're taking out that awareness and you're like beyond that. It, it, exactly. Like it's not, it's not really that big of a deal, but, um, is it a deterrent? Is it an obstacle in meditation? Uh, you know, it's actually funny. I, it, during meditation, I've always, there's been times where I've like thought I've like worried about it. Like I've done, um, I've done, um, isolation chambers Mm -hmm. and i was really worried about it in those and it was it's it's not it's just like not a problem at those points uh it's really weird it can be it mostly it can be a problem when you're trying to go to sleep that's the big thing um but um but no like as far as meditating goes honestly it's one of these things where it's just like if you if you begin to kind of notice it when you're kind of just like kind of deconstructing where you're at Mm -hmm. Um, and all these things that are kind of standing in between you and like your kind of pure experience. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of just becomes one of these things where I'm just like, yeah, I can just kind of throw myself into the sound and just kind of let it permeate me. Right. Cause it's like, it's like, whatever, like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Like it's just there. It's not hurting me. It's fine. Um, so nice. I guess it can be, it can be kind of like that, but, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's funny. Cause you think, you think that it would be a problem um, with those with those things specifically, but but it just isn't, especially in the uh, in the isolation tank. It just but again, also, though, maybe like maybe, you know, maybe somebody that doesn't have any experience at all with like meditation would do one of those tanks and then with, with tinnitus. And, exactly. So so maybe it's a little different for me. Well, I think but. it's you're at the end of the day, I think you're still fixating on it, but it's fixating on it from a different perspective where it's like it's giving you the object to fixate on through which you're doing your meditation. Like you said, like you can let that sound just kind of wash over you. And then you're like, right. it's just another layer of the things that are already kind of always around us in that way. Um, and I think that like, that is a meditative point of view to have on it. Uh, whereas like people who maybe don't have that point of view or that perspective or that experience would fixate on it in a more anxiety inducing way because the sound itself is not an issue and hearing the sound is not an issue to, it's not a block to meditation, but the thoughts that arise in relation to the sound, that is what the block to meditation is. Um, and so if you just use it as something that's like, Oh, this is something I can kind of involve into. I think that makes sense. Like some people use an image when they're meditating, they'll stare at an image or they'll keep an image in their mind and they go back to it. 
um, it can be, I can see that maybe being a similar thing, but dude, yeah. all this talk about meditation has me for sure. You definitely need to check out Rupert Sheldrake, bro. Like no doubt about it. Um, okay. So, so, uh, well, so, 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 so this is, I want to, I want to, I want to get uh, the next book club going. Mm-hmm. Right. And so does he have like a shorter book that we can do an episode for? Let me see how many pages this one is. Cause this is the one. Oh my fuck. No, that's too long. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily too long, but I guess nothing's too long, but this is a long one. <laughs> um, so ah, fuck there's, I think that his most significant book and what's in relation to what we talk about would be called science set free. Uh, this is by Rupert Sheldrake uh, and it's 400 pages, but it's like 10 sections within those 400 pages so we could like go section by section or like just choose one or two to talk about or something like that if we wanted to do that book um there's also the one that i'm reading right now which is science and spiritual practices um which is a shorter one but it's really it centers on like seven different spiritual practices like the practice of gratitude um gratitude meditation connection with nature like a handful of other things like that and kind of shows like a spiritual or biophysicist explanation for like benefits within the body and within nature within life when people do those things um and anyways i think he'd be very interesting for you in general because a lot of it he talks about meditation um and the usefulness of it from, but not just from like the Sam Harris perspective of like, I do mindful meditation and I'm going to give you this app now. That's going to teach you how I to do. I fucking hate that shit. It's dude. Just that's absolutely sterilized. Any kind of, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking, it's fucking globalist meditation. Yeah. It's fucked up. And he is like kind of like the anti Sam Harris where he like kind of, is like, yeah, that's retarded. And it basically one of the things he said was like, People like Sam Harris will say that you can do meditation without having any type of spiritual frame. You don't have to buy into any spiritual premises or anything like that. And he's like, for those people, I just say, keep meditating. (laughs) Cause like eventually you will, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to avoid it when you're engaging with it on that type of level. Um, It's not simple, you know, biology and chemicals in the brain. You know, there, there's other things that are, that are at play. Um, but anyways, he's phenomenal as a writer, Rupert Sheldrake. I think he's really big in pushing of the paradigm shift that I think is kind of what's underlying all things right now. Um, I think that there is a coming paradigm shift that's been in the works for a few, you know, maybe a hundred years or so even, um, kind of in the way that like in Marxism or historical materialism, they talk about, there's always what is dying and what's developing. Uh, and right. there's a thread that goes in between them. I think that, I think that we're kind of riding a thread right now between a dying age and a, and a newer age. Um, and I think that it's across the board on a lot of things, but I think that a lot of it has to do with this kind of conflict between science and spirituality. And I think that the new paradigm is, is not necessarily a meshing of them in a way that's like, um, I don't know, gonna, in a way that would be like, the the new paradigm is postmodern yeah right it's like it's like it's like it's like kind of above it's like above them right um and and again that's where that's where i just i just like keep coming back to that fucking dugan line that that like orange stuff turned me on to of, of just being like 
just being like, dude, like it's uh, in post modernity, you people people don't even know how to how to even grapple with the concept of god being dead and so you can kind of enter you can enter into the church from through the back door yeah you can kind of enter with a new set of eyes (laughs) that are actually almost gained from being past the point of the deconstruction of faith 100 percent um and I, 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 that's that's how I kind of view what you're talking about yeah. here. I think it's like a meshing of science and spirituality in a way that doesn't blaspheme either. I think that's really like the proper direction to be heading. And I think that's really where we're getting up going. Um, and I think that it's somewhat necessary in order to demystify some of the things. And like you're saying, to kind of deconstruct some of the issues that are tied to both of them. Um, right. And so I think that ultimately that's a bright bright thing that's happening and i think that people like rupert sheldrake are prominent thinkers that are helping to push that um and yeah he gets respect from a lot of people across the board from like deep metaphysical scientists um or not metaphysical scientists what the fuck (laughs) deep um like quantum physicists and stuff like that um very like scientific minded individuals as well as like preachers and priests and monks and stuff like that so he's He's pretty based across the board, and I think that he would be worth looking into. If it's not too long, I would like to do Science Set Free um, as his as like a book club sometime. We could try to do it one section at a time, um, or we could just both read it, and then if we want to do a book club about it, we can, or we don't have to. Yeah, man, I think we should check it out. Honestly, just just uh, just talk to me about it when we're done when we're done recording, and we'll pick like a specific book because because I know people were uh, were curious about that after the last one. People seem to like uh, the Burnout Society recording. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, I think it, we've we've been going pretty long now, so I might need to wrap up because it's about my bed. It's past my bedtime. But yeah, man, let's let's just call it here. Cool.